Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. Hey, Julie, it is August the 31st. Yes, the eve of expired palooza. Expired palooza, palooza, palooza. Do you notice the noise in our studio sounds different? I, I put do. up more sound well, deadening. Yeah, it does sound a little different. Yeah, I kind of liked it with a little bit more it's of good. an echo. Yeah, we'll get used to it. <laughs> it's all good. Yes, yeah, so expired palooza. If you guys aren't paying attention to that, of course, the change of the month spells more expireds for you to pursue. And we did a whole thing of that, uh, talking about that on yesterday's show, the Sunday show. So if yep. you haven't caught that yet, we went into great detail about specifically why you should care about expired palooza. Then we drilled it down to the nitty gritty that, in fact, if you just converted one per month from this crowd of people who have their hand raised and have said, I'm willing to list and I need your help, if you just did one per month, most of you would be making between 150, 180,000 more just on that one spoke. I, I remember once. the numbers. I'll give it to him. Yeah. Okay. So to prove Julie thought of this point yesterday on the show. It's called expired math. Basically. It's basic expired math, right? So let's say that, you know, the average agent, um, first of all, if you work it from the smallest and work on, on your way up, right? So the average agent fails in this business after 18 months. And so why do they, 18 months or, you know, before that. So why is it so many agents fail? 85% of all agents, new licensees fail within 18 months. Why is that true? Well, it's because they don't do the real work of real estate. That's just really the bottom line. There's no other nicer way to say it, but they're spending too much time on things that are sold to them on the premise that someday, one day, maybe somehow when all the stars aligned and you accumulate enough leads and you've dripped on enough people that miraculously you'll start doing real estate transactions. Right. Okay, I've just summarized basically what most of you have been, um, you know, essentially indoctrinated into that you have to be doing all this lead buying, branding, you know, website building, team building malarkey, where the reality of it is, is if your goal was when you got into this business to create financial freedom for yourself, here's how simple it is. Here's exactly what you need to do. Step one, go into your MLS and look to see how many expireds there are in your entire MLS don't overanalyze or challenge me to what I just said. You got to look in your overall MOS, not just your little area, whatever that is, and then count that number up. And you're going to see by this time this year, it's thousands. Now, next thought for you. If you, in your average commission, chances are in your marketplace is at least $7,500. It's at least $7,500 if you take a listing and you sell it. In many markets, it's double, triple, quadruple that amount. You know, you guys know where you are, where you're blessed with high average sale prices, right? I don't have to tell you. So if you just, so the expired leads are free. You know the expired are sellers that have to sell, usually have to sell their houses. You know, they're motivated. Do you know what the price isn't because it expired? And the reason it expired primarily is because of the price. You know they're willing to hire a real estate agent, right? You know their names. You know their addresses. You can get their phone numbers. And those leads are, did I mention free? You can get those leads free. So this is an actual list of age or sellers in your marketplace who have their hands in their air and say, for the love of God, help me sell this house, Right? Okay, and if you just work on your your skills to convert those to your listings, you only have to be successful 
you know, 12 times a year and using Julie's math from the other day at $7,500 a transaction, you're going to make close to $100,000 scale up or down as it's appropriate, depending on your average commission. Now you explain to me why that simple truth isn't the first thing that every agent's taught when they get into the business versus the garbage you guys are fed now with buy leads, join a team, work on your branding, you know, work on your social networking, make it so that when people search for you, they're going to basically find your story and all this other malarkey. Guys, the truth is, malarkey is your dad's word, right? Is that Ho where I got hooey. that? Hooey. Okay, Which I'm is closely related to In honor of Noel, I'm going to switch to hooey, okay? So in all that other hooey that basically you guys are fed, if your goal when you got into this business was to help people make money, how more simple of the formula can I possibly have created for you? It does not require uh, any sort of calculus, higher level math, or being able to read hieroglyphs. All you've got to do is follow the simplest of sales systems that we've created for you and learn how to be a powerful listing agent. Guys, did you listen to what I just said? Step one, go back a year, count out and look to see how many expireds were. Here, I'll give you a little bit more color. Step two, go and find out how many of those expireds got relisted. Because here's what you'll discover. 90% or more get relisted and sold. They're, they are relisted and sold within like uh, 11 months or 10 months of their expiration date. But a vast majority of them get relisted within 30 days by the previous listing agent. Now, why does the seller list with the previous listing agent? Because they were not given a more viable alternative because they were not solicited in such a way by someone who to present them a, an option other than their original agent that failed at selling the house. Yes, which you guys is, get by it? the way, one of the scripts. Don't you owe it to yourself to get a second opinion on such an important decision. Mr. Seller, listen, I appreciate the fact that you're thinking about relisting with your old agent, but you probably agree at this point that your old agent has done everything they possibly could to get the home sold in the last 180 days. You owe it to yourself just to get a second opinion. And after we meet Mr. Seller, for you know 10 or 15 minutes, if it still makes sense to you to keep it with your old agent, at least then you'll have some other ideas you can pass along to them so you're not in the same situation 180 days from now. Exactly. <laughs> right? Okay. There and it is. Logical, by the way. Yes, exactly. Okay. All logical, and they're all going to yeah. say yes. And then you, it, you, you know, you get better at it. You get more comfortable with it. You follow our system. You learn to take. Oh, you learn how to take one listing a month. Now you're making. You know, you're on your way to making hundred grand a year. You want to double it? Hey, here's an idea. Take two. Well, take I mean, they'll virtually double it just from the buyer's leads that they throw off exactly. the sign that they get. It's, <laughs> it's even more exponential than that, right? And how many of those sellers have houses to sell? Exactly. Sell. Or houses to buy that they need to after they well, sell. I mean, I've seen with some agents the first expired they get be a really great springboard, a, a launching pad, if you will, to a whole bunch of other great things, right? Because it gives them something to work with on so many different levels versus a buyer who, I mean, we always talk about, I think it's really true that listings are mental labor and buyers are especially now physical labor, you know? And emotional and labor. Emotional labor. And I saw financial some, labor. I was on one of the agent uh, Facebook groups and there was all this consternation about what is this? And it was a picture of an old style lockbox with the dials. Are you serious? And it was even older than that. It had a little key on the side. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, the agent had driven like an hour and a half only to find that. And they had no idea what to do with it. So, you know, that's a lot of physical labor you guys go through. And... If that buyer buys, it's probably the only transaction you're going to get from that. Maybe they'll refer you business, maybe they won't. Unlike a listing, which basically makes you be dripping in business from your sign calls, open houses if you're allowed to do them, um, all of your other different ways of getting it out there. You can, you know, 
you can sort of advertise buyers, but it's not the same. So expired Palooza, why? Because there's you the know. most expireds on the last day of the month and the first day of the month. And that's happening this week. Now I'm going to give you guys some advanced expired Palooza information. The best time of year to go after expireds is obviously last day, first day. But it's the last day, first day when those days fall on a weekend or even better when they fall on a weekend that happens to be a holiday. Because why? Other agents are certainly not going to be soliciting those prospective sellers. They're not working themselves. But everyone's home. And generally speaking, they're going to be in good moods because they're not working because it's the holiday, right? Despite the fact that their listing expired, you solicit those person. I am saying solicit, guys. So let's be very clear. I'm using sales words. We can say attract. We can use all these other little, you know, blunted, nerfed up terms. But the reality of it is if you're going to be successful in this or anything else in life, you've got to accept the fact that you have to be the best version of yourself as a salesperson. Every, all the most successful people in the history of history, and I want you to think about this and challenge yourself emotionally with this, have always been salespeople. The best of everybody has always been a salesperson. And I think about that. The Pope has to be a salesperson to a certain extent, doesn't he? Right? Jesus Christ had to be a salesperson. That's right. right? The, the best presidents, the best CEOs, Everybody, a doctor, the best doctor has to talk you into a procedure. They have to be a salesperson. Well, you know, Jeb Blunt, who wrote Fanatical Prospecting, he says, be, uh, come to terms with the fact that, yes, you are interrupting people. That is what you're doing. If you're a that, professional it, interrupter. That's right. And that is what you're supposed to be doing. Right. And that the people who are allowing you to interrupt them, who are actually motivated, will say things like, well, yeah, I actually do have to get this thing sold. What makes you different? What are you going to do differently than my last agent? They'll actually, you know, you talk a lot about how when they get a little bit combative with you, it's a good thing. Oh, yeah. The sellers. Considering she means the sellers. Yes. Yeah. That's right. When you get it. Well, anyway, we don't need to go down the rabbit hole. When, Here's the bottom yeah. line is that expired Palooza happens now. Make sure you're all over the expireds. Um, you definitely want to have that as being the point. If we, Jules and I, we get the question occasionally, Tim and Julie, if you guys were to go back to selling real estate, you know, Julie and I sold real estate for about a t uh, 10 years, sold hundreds of homes for a year, sold over a hundred houses our first year in real estate, basically right out of college. Um, and yeah, 103 houses. I don't know if anyone's done it since or um, you know, no one did it before. I know that. Mm -hmm. And it, all single family homes, no subdivisions, no fields of dreams, <laughs> no, right. no home runs. You know, we weren't not a family business, not a family that, business. No. We did it just like we teach you guys to do it. You know, one seller at a time. And guess what? That seller now has a house to buy. So there's two transactions. Oh, and I have a buyer that wants to buy the listing. Now we're double ending that listing. And now it's three transactions and so on. That's how we did it. Yes. The same way we teach you guys to do it. Real estate is not difficult. What is difficult is you having the business maturity to discern about you know good information from bad, and your current state in you know professionally speaking you know I'm sure in every way but professionally speaking your your current level of success and financial independence and skill and all that is all basically a mirror of the thoughts that you had 90 days ago six months ago 12 months ago if you don't like the position you're in right now you need to realize you need to upgrade the software and your decision making uh, apparatus and maybe you need to start drilling down and focusing and becoming a truly skills-based agent all right now, by the way, if you guys want to join the free coaching program, and then Julie's got something really fun to read to all of you, 
Uh, if you want to join the free coaching program, just text the word survival to 31996. Text the word survival to 31996. The free coaching program we started uh, when the lovely pandemic started, and it was our, it was our you know, opportunity to give back to all of you, but it was also your opportunity to make it so you got more than your unfair share of the market going forward. And we decided to expand that. So we're going to continue offering the free coaching program Please be clear, it's a whisper of the main Premier Coaching program. Premier Coaching members have uh, literally, what, 5,000% more content than anyone in, in the free one does. But in the free one, you do get the 90-day um, success plan. And what is it? 90-day massive action plan, yeah. Mike, Julie. Yes. You do get real estate treasure map. You do are entitled to a daily semi-private coaching call. So it's a great you know, first leg into the right direction of becoming a premier coaching client and it's free. So just text the word survival to 31996. And when you do, uh, you just click the link and then you join the coaching program. Uh, so go ahead and do that now. Text the word survival to 31996. All right, Julie has got a great email from yes. a podcast listener and probably also a coaching client. Yes, from an associate broker named Yvonne who lives in Northern Virginia. Okay, she's got several good questions and I always like emails like this because it shows that she's being proactive and she's thinking and she's taking action. Uh, she says, hello, Julie, I hope this email finds you well. I'm doing a trial subscription to receive for sale by owner leads. We call those unrepresented sellers because that's what they are. Uh, for sale by owner leads for my areas of interest and some are on the do not call list. Can I still call them to preview the property? And if so, do I follow the same FISBO script for sale by owner script to try to secure the listing or would that be interpreted as selling a product and thus violate the intent of the call and I could possibly be fined? So a lot of consternation about the do not call list. What's your opinion on uh, how far is too far to go on scripting and things of that nature. Uh, honestly, I was re responding to a text from a listener while you were reading that so okay, you can well, answer so your the, own question. The question <laughs> is about, you know, a lot of, and it's not just for sale by owner leads. Sometimes the expireds will be on the do not call list. So the do not call list is a real thing. You can actually be fined, but there is no do not knock list. Uh, her question is, can I still call them just to preview the property and then use the for sale by owner script when I'm there? I, I think, you know, every situation is a little bit different and you want to tread lightly and, and do the whole getting to know you and be complimentary of the house and ask them, you know, you don't want to just jump right into the full script anyway when you're visiting a for sale by owner, whether it's an open house or a showing that you've set up. You can be conversational with well, them. Well, okay, so to your, to your point, right? Yeah. Obviously, guys, calling a for sale by owner and inquiring about the house and when they've given you the phone number or permission to call is not subject to the do not call list no. as far as I know. Okay. They're, ad they're advertising their phone number. Right. right. Okay. So, but still with that said to what, listen to what Julie just said, you still definitely want to set yourself up immediately to go to the seller's house and, and talk with the seller prior to getting there. Do use our uh, appointment setting script where you can find out the seller's motivation. Motivation is critical in any market. Frankly, I have to say in this market, it's not as critical in most markets because houses are selling themselves even overpriced. In some places, the prices are leveling off. In some of the markets where Julie and I buy rental properties, I've noticed that there are price reductions that are happening. Did you notice that, Julie? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In 43214, yep. prices are coming. Houses are selling, but they're selling with price changes. Yes. Yes. So that's a sign that the market's starting to pivot, even in one of these super hot markets. Mm -hmm. So honestly, guys, in some cases, you're going to come across these FISBOs that are a little bit overpriced. And if you know your market stats, you can even price them overpriced and they're still going to sell. But if you follow our scripts, and our scripts have a lot of copywritten, what we call zingers in them, that will help you get the listing. Sometimes those are best used at the seller's house 
when you follow our exact listing process. So when you there, your answer to your question is not as black and white as you presented it because there's steps after that that are necessary. Well, and we teach something called the seven-step listing presentation that is related to this. Now, it's a little bit more complicated because, you know, you're getting in there, you're seeing the house first, you're taking their temperature. So here's the difference, I think, between the scripts that we teach and everybody else's stance on it, Okay. We teach that, yes, you want to use scripts because to your point, it gets to motivation. It sh when you know their motivation, it leads to being able to close them using their motivation, which means you're paying attention. You're listening more than you're speaking, for example. But there is nothing saying that you have to do the entire script when you go visit a for sale by owner. You can split up the questions. You can get to know them first. You can ask things like, I'm curious how long you've given yourself to do this on your own. It's all in the script. It's all in the script. But right. I, I don't want them to feel like, okay, if you didn't do it exactly this textbook way, no. you suck, right? Right. That's not it. It's a guide. Our scripts are a guide to help you find their motivation and to help you close them, right? And here's the thing. So. You guys got to set aside your own bias against why FISBOs are selling. You think... And misinformed, ill-experienced agents may have reinforced this or told you this in the first place, that a, a FISBO is selling because they want to save the commission. And maybe they'll even tell you that, but very, very rarely is commission the reason that a seller is FISBOing. Most cases, believe it or not, the only reason they're for sale by owning is because they actually don't know an agent. And I know that's a mind shift change for a lot of you, but it is the truth. They might say, they might even tell you, oh, sellers say all kinds of things. You guys say all kinds of things, right? They're trying it out. You and I were in Home right. Depot in Texas. Well, this is... And, and yeah. next, the aisle next to us was the sign with the, conveniently the stakes and the big fat pen. Right. And we heard the conversation. The, the right? for sale we'll sign. try it out right. for it's, like two weeks. It's an end cap. You know, they put them in Home Depot every uh, spring. Yeah, and, and that was the conversation. But there was, was that, not a lot of thought behind it. It was two guys flipping a house, yeah. I remember. Yeah, they're yeah. like, we'll try it for a couple of weeks, see if we can do it. That's it. And <laughs> and so ultimately, when you guys approach the for sale by owner, like they've got some sort of big elaborate, you know, complicated plan on how to sell the house, you're no, wrong. No. They're just throwing spitballs and they spent 20 bucks on a sign. <laughs> that's that's really all it is. HGD, HGTV or Bravo and they had, there's a good open house episode and they right. fancy themselves an agent for a weekend. They'll try it out. Um, I, I think they're actually easier to get during COVID because, you know, they're not that down with doing open houses and stuff like that. And they're, they're failing more quickly. And, you know, they really need you guys. So uh, related to expired, you can do FISBO math the same exact way. All you need is one to work out a month and you're 150 grand, 180. Do your own math closer to, you know, more income. As you're building your spokes on your wheel, and this is very, you know, this is very you know, rudimentary uh, Harris Rules content here. It's in our book. Don't hop around and do this one and do that one and do the other one. We always suggest you start with one spoke. And the first spoke you should always add is going to be your centers of influence and past clients, assuming you have um, center of influence and past clients, or at least centers of influence. And then after that, it just depends on what your own personality is. If you want to go after FISBOs, that's great. If you're going to go after expireds first, that's great. But there's about 20 other sources of different degrees of motivated sellers that we also teach you guys how to pursue. And the best thing about it is these lead sources generally are free. Now, there are services that you can use that will go and basically pull up the seller's phone number, that get you know maybe have multiple phone numbers and tell you the all the little intricate details, maybe even on the seller's loan and all that good stuff. There are sources, but those sources aren't free and you have to pay for it. At the very you know basic level, you can search a lot of this stuff yourself 
and we teach you how to do it in the coaching program. Um, I would suggest that if you're serious about it, though, you probably do may, need to make a, a commitment to one of the dialers that we refer to you guys as part of the Premier Coaching Program. And there's a list in Premier about all of right. those, the different options and the upgrades and different things that they do. But it's not expensive. You know, it's, well, it can be. I mean, if they if someone got like a multiple line dialer and they're going through, you know, it's going to it could be three four hundred dollars when you're actually listing oh, no, at I, least one a month. But yeah, no, yes, but yes, of course. I'm not arguing your point. Yeah, and it does make great sense because it'll save you the labor of having to screw around with it. And you know, agents will complain. Well, they only have fifty percent of the phone numbers, so you only <laughs> yes. need a few of them to work. Right, exactly. <laughs> I know, and that we talked about that on yesterday's podcast. The things not to focus on, right? Like what you're not getting and who's not answering the phone. Who cares? You only need one to convert a month that's such a low bar for such a high income you need to go to premier coaching yeah so julie thank you for today and uh listeners julie is off to premier coaching make sure you attend the call or her coaching session the daily semi-private coaching session live it is starting uh in literally four minutes make sure you attend that live so i want you guys to think about um what julie and i just presented to you where are you at emotionally after you heard us talk about something that intuitively you all know that you know should know how to do right very basic sort of first thing you should learn in real estate thing. But how many of you did learn how to do this? How many of you not only didn't learn it, but how many of you were told not to do it? Or you were told lies about why you shouldn't pursue the most motivated sellers on the market? You see how this doesn't make sense? Does it make sense to you that you should be spending your time doing passive activities that probably will never lead to anything? Just... Do you guys get the difference here in what Julie and I do and what everyone else does? We're telling you the quickest path for you to have the most assured result that you can ultimately be in control of and you can you can determine um, the success rate. What do I mean by that? If you're one of these agents that's buying leads, which 99% of you are doing in some form or another, through referral fees, through flat out paying for leads, you're buying leads. If you're doing, if you're spending money, all your money on those leads, and it, have you ever figured out what your net per transaction is? Just from a very basic financial perspective, use $7,500 as the gross commission amount. And you guys, some of you are paying more than 35% for referral fees. Some of you guys are paying upwards to 50%. You do the math on that, you literally would be better off if you were working in Home Depot because you are having to be beholden to buying business. And if you're beholden to buying business, you're never going to be free. And here's the other thing to consider. Once you're even I'd say on a scale one to 10 with 10 being you're excellent at it. If you you are only a seven or an eight at uh, essentially being a proactive lead generator, that means that you A, have control of your business. For example, you will know, let's say you do the homework assignment I gave you and you're gonna go to the MLS and you're gonna go do a search and you're gonna find out how many expireds were since the beginning of the year. You're then gonna scrub it against the number of expireds of those expireds that have relisted and you're going to end up with a number of people that haven't relisted. In some cases, it's gonna be more than a thousand people in your marketplace that haven't relisted. Those are a thousand people that in the last 12 months had you know failed at selling their house that probably wanna relist their house if you actually called them and you had the conversation with them and you used our scripts in our system, you would be able to convert those to your listings. You only have to do one or two of those a month successfully and have them sell, obviously, to completely change the financial trajectory of your entire lives. Now, what are the things that you're in control with what I just said? Everything, right? Aren't you in control of every single aspect of what I said? Your success doing what I just asked you to do is predicated on your A, doing it, and B, doing it when you don't want to do it, and C, doing it when you don't want to do it. In other words, you're going to have to be a professional. 
You can control what you say and how you say it. You can control when you do and how you and how much of it you do. You can control whether or not you basically do it half-heartedly or if you actually, you know, really truly make that your own. You can control all that versus everything else you guys are being taught that you cannot control. And that's all the paid stuff. And that's all the social media stuff. Hoping and praying that someone's going to call you because they saw your TikTok video is not a business plan right? Sitting down and deciding that you're going to make a certain number of contacts every single day. It's a, it's a numbers thing, guys. You might first, let's say, for example, you decide, you know, you want to take a listing a month and you figure out that in order for you to take a listing a month, you have to make, let's say, 10, have 10 conversations with the decision-making adults a day. That That's a really poor ratio. So, I mean, if you think about that, you're making a lot of contacts and getting a very low result, but it's a place to start and you can control it. And to make 10 contacts, guys, it's probably going to take you maybe an hour to do that. And if you do that every single day and you only get one sellable listing per month, you're really bad at prospecting, but you've only spent an hour and you're making a hell of a lot more money than you were just waiting and hoping and praying that you know somebody who saw your Instagram uh, you know, pretty picture will call you. You guys get the difference? So one way you're free, the other way you're beholden. One way you know where you can improve because if you know what your ratios are, well, you're making 10 contacts and you're getting that very low result. Well, where, where do we improve? What is it when you call? Is it what you say, how you say it? So there's a lot of little tweaks you can make to make it so that you actually become more effective at it. Now, the key is not stopping. So once you start with a new activity, stay with it and never quit because there's a th one thing for sure. No matter what happens to the economy, no matter what happens in anything, there are always going to be sellers that have to sell. It does not matter what interest rates do. It does not matter who the president is. It does not matter if there are riots. There will always be sellers that have to sell. And if you know, and there will always be expireds, and there will always be all these other sources of sellers, seller leads that we teach you how to uh, pursue, there will always be demand uh, for agents to know how to basically get the listing sold no matter what the market conditions are. It's skills-based, not, you know, goofy based, right? It's skills based. That's what we're teaching you. That's what we want you to internalize. And once you have the skills, which you can master, it's not rocket science, I promise you, then you're free because then you can decide any single day or hopefully you do every single day. Like our what we work towards with our top prospectors is that they're going to set a listing appointment a day, usually in the morning, and they're going to take a listing a day, maybe the listing they set in the morning, but probably the one they set yesterday. That's the pattern. Set one, take one a day. That is the ultimate. Now, if your financial ambitions aren't you know, that high, if you don't want to be you know, transacting and making that much money, well, that's your prerogative. You can scale it up or you can scale it down. It's your decision. But you don't need a team to do that. You don't need a bunch of buyer agents to do that. You don't need a bunch of fancy branding to do that. When you call a seller, do you think they're checking to see what your story is on Instagram? No, they are not. You guys get the point here? Why don't you cut through the malaise? Why don't you cut through the malarkey? Why don't you cut through the hooey? <laughs> and why don't you just focus on doing the real work of real estate? Because the other side of it, you're not only going to have a lot more money, but you're going to be a lot more proud of yourself. And you're going to see a clear path forward because you're going to know how to succeed. And you're not going to have to be living in fear of some al algorithmic change to some search widget that's going to make all your you know, YouTube videos all of a sudden become obsolete. You guys get it? That's the problem. One of the many problems with doing all this passive you know, social media, electronic, paid-per-click, you know, buying business stuff is that you're never in control of it. 
It changes all the time. It changes by design all the time because as soon as enough people have it figured out, they're going to change it just so basically they can charge you guys more for the same you know, or worse quality lead. Why would you even participate in any of that? Step aside, let the masses of agents chase all of that. And remember, here's all you've got to know to know what I'm saying is true. 85% of all agents fail within 18 months after they get their real estate licenses. So basically, there's that's shocking. That's a really, really high failure rate. Is it possibly because they're doing the wrong things to try to build their real estate businesses? Doesn't that make sense intuitively? So listen, guys, we have to be aggressive with you. We have to be overly, really direct with you, especially this time of year, because as we're entering into the rest of the year, it's going to be very easy for a lot of you guys to slip into complacency without even really knowing it. And it's going to be reinforced because it's going to be the holidays and people are going to start saying you're working too hard and all these other types of things, which are going to create emotional headwinds to you progressing um, into two 2021 with essentially a, a bunch of steam and listings, which is what our goal is. Your new year effectively has already started. So don't allow yourself to wind down. You can still make this a great year. Four months is, you know, you guys have a lot of opportunity to make this your best year ever. But what you really should be starting to think about is how can you set the stage to make 2021 the best year not just ever, but maybe better than the last five years combined. You can do that if you focus on becoming a listing agent. Listing agent, when you, you, when you get, you don't even have to master it. You just have to be average at the skill. And once you get there, guys, then you can start having predictable and duplicatable cash flow. Isn't that what you always wanted? You don't have to work the nights and the weekends if you don't want to, if you're definitely focused prominently on being a listing agent. Hopefully all this makes sense to you guys. Look, there's a place in the business for all the other ideas, but they shouldn't be first. There's a place in the business for talking about teams. There's a place because Julie and I are advocate of teams, but we're advocate of profitable teams, which most teams are not. There's places in the business to talk about marketing, to talk about online lead generation, but not first. First has to be skills-based, and that's the step that so many of you didn't even realize you skipped. And now I'm telling you, and hopefully you're going to listen. So if there's anything we can do for you guys, feel free to text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.